Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. This is a real privilege for us on the program to introduce Racing Royalty. Let me throw some mind-boggling numbers at you from a 30-year training career. Go for um, it. Over 22,000 starters, um, winner of almost 4,500 races, 147 Group 1s. These are the deeds of the one and only Gay Waterhouse, and we celebrate International Women's Day, as I say, with Racing Royalty, and in her very busy schedule, she's been good enough to give us some time this morning. Gay, welcome to Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. Oh, what a beautiful breakfast it is. Lovely to be with you boys, and what a lovely day, International Women's Day. All the girls go out and celebrate, and they've got lots to celebrate. They're able to go through glass ceilings, which they could never do before. You know, the world's changed so much in the last 10 years. Uh, and women have sort of been thrown into the forefront of things. Uh, it's a very exciting time for ladies. Well, I hope you're not too humble to accept that you have been an inspirational figure, Gay. On this program, and we often talk, Brandy and I's first love is rugby league, and we talk to players about their debut and what they remember, and it stands out. For you, March 5, 1992, as a trainer, your first runner at Hawkesbury, gifted poet, what does it do? It wins, of course. How clear is that first runner and winner 30 years on? Very clear. I had fought quite a long battle, two and a half years, to get my licence, and I was given the, the horse by a group of policemen, um, and he had average form, so I knew I had to have him very well fit, very fit and very well trained, and most importantly, very well placed. And it was the first Sunday meeting ever to be staged in Sydney. And I put him in a race there, and he won. And then after that, I won five other races, all in a row. Every horse I started won, <laughs> topping it off with Moods winning the Gosford Gold Cup. And the stewards came to me and had said, they'd said to me beforehand, you know, you fought so long and hard to get your licence. Why have you taken so long to have a runner? I said, because I want you boys to sit up and pay attention when I do have a runner. <laughs> what, what, a, what a way to start your, your career as a trainer. And, and Andrew said, you know, we're, we're rugby league uh, commentators, but we love all our sports. It, it, that's almost like someone making their debut and scoring five tries on debut. Like, you won that many races. Yeah, well, on it your, is. Yeah, it well, is. It is. And, you know, in the first group, one I, I ran in, I won. I, w I wanted to make sure that if I was going to train, I trained very well and I was in the elite level. I had the, the greatest trainer we've ever produced, Tommy Smith, as my father and mentor. So I had a great grounding, but I also had a lot to live up to. I also, my cousin had just started training, Sterling Smith. The Freedmans were up and running. Um, 
Graham Begg had started. You know, there were a lot of young male trainers out there, all everyone thought would be champions, and many of them are to this day. But I knew that I had to be work very hard and be very sure. Now, I had no idea if I could train. I, I, you know, I'd worked beside my father and been with my dad all my life, but I didn't know I could train, but I just believed in myself, and I wanted to be successful. Yeah. I was driven with this, this driving ambition that only people who are successful know, know what the feeling is. Yeah, the, you, it's, you, a, it's a... It's a yeah, you just brought up something interesting, and, and I, I didn't even think of it. I, Tommy Smith, your dad, well, you know, you couldn't have had a better coach. But also with that, yeah. but, but with that, Gay, came expectation. And was there a time, did, were you nervous about that living up to that standard? Because there was no doubt that people would have made the comparison. No, I was never nervous about it. But I, I think what drove me forward and made me so successful, I didn't want to let my dad down. You know, I had a different reason. You know, it wasn't monetary, it wasn't vengeance, it wasn't I've got to prove myself. I was supposed to prove it, but I just didn't want to let TJ, my dad, down because he was a, a hugely, you know, he'd come from very humble, very poor beginning. He'd worked exceedingly hard. He'd been exceedingly, you know, successful beyond all, you know, idea or imagination. And I wanted to make sure that my dad was proud of me. So that was my driving force, an unusual force, isn't it? Uh, yes and no. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I, c I can really understand that. Uh, Gay, I've got to ask you now, um, you are effervescent. That's one word. You are charming. Uh, as someone who's interviewed at the races, where the, where the hell do you get all your energy from, Gay? I mean, it can't be easy. Breakfast radio is a hard gig. We only do it five days a week. <laughs> you are always on show, you know, with trainers and owners and... and um, at the course, where on earth do you get your energy from, Kay? I'll tell you, you know that uh, ad on television of the two little, the bunny rabbits, and they go like bats out of hell, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they stop? Well, that's gay. I go along at a very solid pace, and then all of a sudden I fall in a heap, so I have to go and have a rest. And I'm a great believer in the catnap. And <clears throat> it got Napoleon <clears throat> over the Alps, you know, he used to make sure all his troops uh, were rested. Well, it's the same with me. I've just got to make sure I get little breaks and have a little rest, and then I can kick on again. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Look, just on International Women's Day too, like you have um, in your all your time in racing, I mean, let's call it out, back in the day, you, know, you go to Randwick races and there'd be a clear divide to where women were allowed to go actually on the track. True? Well, licensed people... Not only women, licensed people weren't allowed. There was a yellow line. If you go back 40 years ago, there was a yellow line. And so if you're a woman or a licensed person, like a trainer, you couldn't cross that line. If you got, did, some silly little green man would rush out and grab you. Um, well, that was you know, the most discriminatory thing I've ever heard in my life. And I fought very hard, as my mother did, to get rid of that yellow line. Now, you talk about in South Africa, where the blacks are one side and you know, the coloured people in another and the white, you know, somewhere else. Well, there's no different in the racetracks with women and, and licensed people. You know, my father, there he was, <clears throat> a champion of champions, and the likes was Bart Cummings and Colin Hayes, and we all had to stay on one side of the line. <laughs> now, how, Hello? <laughs> how ridiculous does that sound now? When, when, you, when you, yeah, you're just saying it, 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 it sounds outrageous. Uh, now, on, on yeah, Saturday... Well, at, at Randwick Gay, it's Saturday, on Saturday at Randwick in the Randwick Guineas uh, to celebrate the 30 years, Converge got up and won. Uh, 
Um, quite quite a quite a little horse, Converge. He's he's a terrific horse, and um, I sold my business to a, a, a group that Adrian Bot uh, had put together five years ago, and the, these were the people they're based in Hong Kong, a family there that owned Converge. So how fitting it was that they bred him, they owned him, they bought the business. Uh, uh, you know, Adrian trains with me, uh, who put the deal together, and Adrian's father, you know, is part part owner and, and manages Evergreen Stud. That is the stud that the horse was bred on. So it was very much a family, you know, family affair. It was really nice, really, really nice. Now, Gay, we get as as we're speaking, there's listeners throwing in. Uh, a whole range of questions. So anything can come in from left field. And, of course, this one comes in from one of our listeners. Don't forget Gay's acting career, Doctor Who, Young Doctors. If people can, can Google the clips these days, that is there. Could could yeah, racing not? I, I could could we be talking about you at the Academy Awards now, Gay? No, you never would have done that because I wasn't good enough. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> And the good thing about doing it, I was passionate about doing it. I wanted to do it from a very early age. As a small child, all I wanted to do was be in the, the theatre and that. And when after I finished, I got in, accepted for NIDA, the National Institute of Music and Dramatic Art here in Sydney. And Dad said, you can't do that. He said, it's full of poof. So I, I didn't do it because in those days, in the 70s or early 80s, one you know, did, did what my father said. Um, so I didn't do, do the acting, and I did an arts course. And when I finished it, I went overseas, and I stayed in Europe when my mum and dad came back, uh, much to my father's horror. And I uh, went and, and got a job. My first job I went for, I got. I thought, I'm not going to be missed. I'm not going to miss this part. And in London, there's you know, a thousand people turn up for a job. It's not a couple of hundreds. <laughs> It's huge numbers turn up, but I went and bought a bright red coat and high black leather boots, and I made sure, I thought, I'm going to look like a Christmas tree. I'm going to walk in there, and they're going to miss me. Anyway, I got the job. It was <laughs> no. a six-hander in the BBC, and I was off and running. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's how poetic. NIDA, like NIDA at Randwick, is, is virtually stone's throw from... The Randwick Racecourse too, so Absolutely. yeah, you could have been a, you could have been across the road as opposed to across the road. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. So what it taught me gave me great self confidence. Uh, it also taught me to believe in myself. It gave me great help with my diction. It gave me great help with projecting. You know, because when you're in the theatre, you've got to project to the back, you know, the back of the house and up in the up in the rafters and that. So you know, it gave me all those things that one needs. When you are on stage, which of course I was on the in the theatre of the horse, so even though I thought I was going to be in the theatre of the people, I ended up being in the theatre of the horse. And you know, it was so funny when I won my first group one at Randwick with uh, Tiako Nick in the Metropolitan, and I stood there and looked up into the stand. I thought, "Here's my theatre." Wow! Well, oh, that's. That's beautifully put, Gay. That, now, that, that, that's fantastic. I've got a quick question, a uh, quick racing question, and these are coming in from our people on the text line, our listeners. Uh, will Gay Stark converge in the All-Star Mile in two weeks? What, what's, what's... Well, funny. They had long discussions, and, and you know, the owners had the final say. Uh, and uh, they were, were quite keen for us to keep the original plan, which was uh, Rose Hill Guinea, Group 1, 
and then on to the uh, you know the derby, or, or maybe even or if he didn't run the distance in the, the Guineas to go to the you know to the uh, Doncaster. But the All Star Mile is a very great attraction, uh, and uh, so we have been in discussion, or Adrian has been in discussion, you know, with uh, uh, the VRC and also with Greg Carpenter, the, the handicapper, and also our owners. Uh, and I leave the decision to them. So you know, we'll know in the next 24 hours. All right, Gay, you've been great with your time. We could we could stay here and, and you know, text coming in. Here's one. Uh, Gay Waterhouse is an all-time legend. I have great memories of her training my father's horse about 30 years ago. People coming at you, uh, you have been an absolute inspiration. Uh, you are a national yeah. treasure. Was, you are racing royalty. Uh, the, the horse, the name was... Ken Zidane. Ken Zidane. Ken Yeah, Ken Zidane. Oh, about 30 good, years ago. Good. Well, 30 years nice ago, so well, we had a lot of fun, I can tell you. It's one thing, if they have a horse with me, they'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, there you go. Well, Gay, uh, thank you so much for coming on the program, a representative of International Women's Day, and may there be many more winners into the future. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thanks, Gay. Well done, Gay Waterhouse, uh, there on the program, and this on International Women's Day. Just before a break, uh, Brandy, good morning, guys, on the text. Just a heads up, if you're travelling north on the M1, it is closed at Gosford due to an overturned B-double. Get off at Gosford and rejoin again at Arimba. That from Brendan on the text, we appreciate that, and everyone on the roads heading north would appreciate that message at 25 minutes to 8.